I mean, right? <laughs> like, yes, exactly, right. I mean, oh, how that, is everybody doing after that incredible, inspiring, totally much needed boost of inspiration for our sector? How are you feeling, John? I mean, now you can see why I love Derek so much. I mean, every time I talk to him, it's a reminder of the fundamentals of our craft and why we do what we do. But God, just like he has so many different experiences. Uh, if you can get time with Derek in, in a hallway, uh, in a network room, mm -hmm. do it. Take the time, talk to him. He's got so much to share. So we're gonna bring him in, right? Can we bring him in? Just give him. Come on yeah. in, Derek. There he is. Hello, Derek. Hello. Oh my God. I I I I love your transfer of enthusiasm. Group <laughs> yeah. hug. Thank you. Amazing, amazing session. I mean, I was just saying, like, I've always loved talking to you because, again, it's like talking to Ken Burnett. It is always a reminder of, of why we should be doing these things mm -hmm. um, every single day in our work. And a lot of it, like you just finished on that point, you know, Ken always said fundraising is like 90% common sense. If we actually remind ourselves that actually it's quite simple, that we use our common sense as humans and that we are talking to other humans about the things they care about what a different world and sector this would be, regardless of a uh, pandemic or not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and if you, if you, if you are, uh, I, I think that business about talking to people about something they care about is what we often forget, isn't it? We yeah. sort of assume that, um, that, that we're, we're out with a kind of begging bowl going, oh, please, I'm so humble, please, you know, and that, actually I mentioned Amanda Palmer's book and, um, mm. and she's, she's brilliant on the difference between asking begging and demanding <laughs> and that you know there's the there's the demanding which is you've got so much and i've got so little just give me some now i you know and then there's the begging which is i have nothing and please help me and then there's the asking which is that reciprocity that exchange we both care about this stuff it's an opportunity for both of us to feel better so yeah yeah yeah, and, and and that only happens if you uh, are not trying to talk to everyone. You know, if you're finding the people where you do have that that community of interest. Hey, you actually also mentioned this book as well, which I've always ah, yeah, 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 I mean, it's yeah. Right here on my desk for a reason. Um, I always love uh, the late great George Smith always said, you know, that so much uh, fundraising is formulaic that you know the smallest invention can seem like pioneering you know and he's yeah. in 1995 and i would say like in our work every day we're just taking it back to these small little differences outside the norm everyone's doing the same things all the time everyone yeah. should get this book if you can find it if uh if you can find it is the hard part it's, it, it, it's very hard to find and if, if anybody finds the five copies that i've lent to different people and never got <laughs> five, that's, that's probably one of them john no, <laughs> Got it. Um, I was, yeah. I, I was, um, when I was 18 years old, before I left school, I was having a chat with my careers advisor and, and, and it was clear I had no idea what I was going to do. And uh, he said, listen, my, my best advice to you, Derek, is make sure you're in the right place at the right time. Uh, yeah, great. Thanks. So, um, but I was lucky enough to be in the right place. You know, my, my first job in fundraising, I got recruited by Burnett Associates and, my first week at work, I met George Smith, who was one of our non-exec directors. So I kind of got a bit of a lucky head start there, to, to be honest. And, you know, George just, yeah, if you can get a hold of a copy of Asking Properly, then, uh, yeah, it's it's the best book on fundraising creativity that there is. Mm. 
Absolutely. Can I ask you a question, Derek? Dan, do you mind if I ask Derek a question? Yeah, of is, is, it, is, is, is it about Manchester United? It is not. <laughs> no, it's not. No. I want okay. to hear it. No, that's a Far away then. The question I have is around this idea of white gloves. You know, like you're, mm -hmm. you've been in consulting. We, we were all in consulting. And something people ask us all the time is, how do I convince my boss um, to, to do this idea, which seems really strange and scary. How do we get them to take off their white gloves? I've never had a really good answer mm. for this question. Do you have an answer for that question? Um, I, well, I, I mean, there's different answers, aren't there? It depends on organizational culture and who the person is and whether you care about losing your job and things like that. So, mm. um, you know, what one of, one of the ways is, you know, just don't ask them, just do it. You know, because quite quite often you can just go and do stuff, and um, if it fails, they may not find out about it, and if it succeeds, they'll find out about it and be happy. So um, that's probably a ridiculously flippant answer, and not a terribly constructive consulting wow. answer. But a very interesting answer, given that there are less people watching over our shoulders as we work from home. So there's probably a bit more flexibility even now to just yeah, do yeah. the things that we want to do without being watched in a certain way. So I'm, I'm kind yeah, of... Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it does depend which medium you're working in as well, because, you, you know, I do loads of work in television. And so when I'm producing a, a, a TV appeal for an organisation, everybody in the organisation wants to see it. Um, mm. Whereas if I was if I was producing a script for a face to face fundraiser, nobody cares. You know, it's, it will just happen. Nobody sees it. Um, so 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 the medium matters as well. Um, I, I I do think there there is you know there's all that stuff about um, educating your trustees and educating the whole senior management team. And if you look at the work that Adrian people like Adrian Sargent have done on what makes a great fundraising organisation. It's about fundraising not being, you know, the devil's work that sits over there somewhere, but actually being at, at the heart of the organisation. And, you know, no, no one, in, in most not-for-profits, if fundraising's not happening, then no one gets paid. Absolutely. So, you know, it's, it's core. It's core business, not an add-on. I think why we all got so excited about your session, Derek, and you've got that feeling of kind of re-inspiring certainly everyone in the chat box and definitely me and John, is one of the things you said in your talk is that you know fundraising is an exchange of emotions and inspiration that we measure through money arguably art production is exactly the same thing you know if we're seeing a theater Absolutely. show if we're going to buy a piece of art it's it's an exchange of emotions and inspiration that we measure through money so in a way even just that reframing of fundraising as something that's closer to an art and an art form in itself, I think is a really interesting thing for people to take back to their organizations yep. after this conference and present it that way so that it isn't this devil incarnate. It is indeed the very thing that the organization exists to do. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I was lucky a few years ago, uh, John will know I've done a lot of volunteer work with the International Fundraising Congress and uh, I am um, I worked with Amanda Palmer, who was doing the opening plenary presentation, and and her opening words were words to the effect of, "Every artist is a fundraiser, mm. or else you you don't eat." You know, it's uh, so so it's that it, it's it's an exchange of intangible goods. Um, yeah, big big parallel. Oh, listen, thank you so, so much. Thank you also for coming on for this surprise live Q&A. But hey, this is the joy. Yeah.
This is and I think I'm going to the networking room, which is ridiculous because despite appearances, I, I'm, I'm an introvert and I've never been in a networking room. So I'm, I'm going to click into the networking room and I'm bricking it. Um, so <laughs> it is possible to network without camera. We can do chat networking in the networking room. But fine. I have a feeling that there are a lot of people who would love to um, have another little bit of a chat, have a bit of an exchange, sure. and get to know you a little bit more. So thank you so so much for your time, Derek. We appreciate. Pleasure. Good luck, everybody. Thank yeah, you. and great thank event. Well done, you guys. Thank you so much. All right, see you soon, Derek. Okay. Bye. Oh, what an inspiration, eh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, where do we go from there, I guess, is a good question, isn't it? Well, it's a great question.